from iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The Bloodline Entertainment Network. Find all your sports and wrestling entertainment needs in one place as we form a new network that features several different podcasts, watch-alongs, sports and entertainment shows, and much more. The Bloodline Entertainment Network debuts March 5th. Itchy Man CD, The Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Now, I'm not just a world-traveled professional wrestler and the man with the perfect shaped head to be bald for the rest of his life. I'm also the head of talent relations for All Elite Wrestling. And as such, I am not allowed to lie. It's in my contract. So when I tell you that Mike DeNiro and the Wrestling DeLorean podcast is available every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you know I'm telling you the truth. Now, Mike talks about classic WWF, WCW, ECW, and TNA reviews, as well as doing modern news for AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, New Japan, and all the things that are happening in the world of professional wrestling today. So why don't you give it a listen and just remember that Christopher Daniels was the one that sent you, and uh, enjoy the podcast. Take care, everyone. In the hood, till the wolves call. Bitches let it drink in the club, till the wolves call. Surrounded by the sheep in the street, till the wolves call. Everyone strip on the floor, we the wolves done. Who can fuck with the Nero? I got a Snyder extender clip, so who wanna play hero? Go bad shit like Ozzy, I was born in the darkness. Oh, you the wolf, so we pull up and you're harmless. So pray to Oliver, Don, out of the top shotter, the top spot, final boss you cross, that's when your ride stop. Bossy out with that white chalk Trigger finger streets while leave your brains on the sidewalk Niggas that can tough in the hood Till the wolves call Bitches let a drink in the club Till the wolves call Surrounded by the sheep in the street Till the wolves call Everyone strip on the floor Till the wolves call Heard them got them niggas They be moving in the pack Think the shit is sweet They be plotting in the back Summertime better be careful where you at No matter Addy nigga We gon' get you where you lack Dipping, creeping through the night is precise Catch a nigga slipping for his ice Worth your life Answers yes, well, did nigga pay your price Right or wrong, when you see the moon, it's on sight Welcome ladies and gentlemen to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast Episode 274 I am your host, as always, Mike De Niro, 
and it feels so good to be here on a motherfucking Tuesday. We were supposed to start an hour ago, had some technical difficulties, but we are here nonetheless. We are here with the TNA Impact Review. We haven't done a TNA Old School Impact Review since March of 2021. It is long overdue. It's almost been two years, and motherfucker, we are back. We are back, and we're here to stay, and we're going to be talking about a fucking banger of an episode because we're talking about quite possibly the biggest episode in TNA Impact's history, the episode that is not only the go-home show to Bound for Glory 2006, but also the debut of the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. But before I get into all of that, I want to thank all my Wrestling DeLorean passengers who are in the building. Thank you so much for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean podcast. If you don't already, follow on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow on TikTok at Circle of Debate. Follow on uh, Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod. Hit that subscribe button right now here at the Circle Debate. We have banger after banger after motherfucking banger here on the Circle Debates YouTube channel. And speaking of banger, shout out to the Banger Podcast. My bloodline brother, Tim King, in the motherfucking building representing that Tim King show. What's good, homie? Also, my other bloodline brother we got from Clark Street Wrestling. I got the homie Devin, the Tribal Chief. Throw up that one. Thank you so much for joining. I also got my homie, Justin. Thank you so much for being here, bro. We really appreciate you. Before we get into the Super Stack show, I, as always, got to give a big shout out to my sponsors at Manscaped.com. You already know the drill. Promo code DeLorean, capital D-E-L-O-R-E-A-N, for 20% off site-wide. You do not want to miss out. These these deals may not last forever, so make sure you go to Manscaped.com, put in the promo code, cop whatever you need, and when you do, get 20% off. And speaking about copping shit, Make sure you go to the fucking merch store and cop some Wrestling DeLorean podcast merchandise and some Circle of Debate merchandise. Check this out. We got Dylan in the building from the World Elite Podcast. Thank you for being here, homie. I appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, March 5th is the launch of the Bloodline Entertainment Network. For those who don't already know, if you've been living under a rock, the Bloodline Entertainment Network is here to take over the motherfucking game. Check this out. The Bloodline Entertainment Network. Find all your sports and wrestling entertainment needs in one place as we form a new network that features several different podcasts, watch-alongs, sports and entertainment shows, and much more. The Bloodline Entertainment Network debuts March 5th. Throw your ones up for the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Like I said, we are taking over the motherfucking game. We're coming together like Voltron, and we're going to be taking over the podcast world. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time to strap in your seatbelt, hop in the DeLorean. We're going back to 2006. Let's hit it.
Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, what an episode we have here in store for you. The Go Home Show to Bound for Glory 2006. For those who don't know, Bound for Glory 2006, which we will be covering here on the podcast next week, next Tuesday, is one of my favorite pay-per-views of all time in TNA history. It is the very first time, if you take away the pay-per-views, the weekly pay-per-views in the asylum, it is the very first time that TNA had a pay-per-view, a three-hour Sunday traditional pay-per-view, outside of the impact zone. So this was a significant, significant, significant moment for TNA. This was a huge, huge show for them. It was headlined by Sting versus Jeff Jarrett, career versus career, no, career versus title. And the special guest enforcer is none other than Kurt Angle, who has yet to show face in TNA. And the majority of the fans thought that it would be bound for glory that Kurt Angle will finally show face. But surprise, surprise, just a few nights before, all but three nights before, Kurt Angle shows up in the Impact Zone for TNA Impact, the go-home show before Bound for Glory. It's, this is what we're going to be talking about here. Ladies and gentlemen, the show starts off with Mike Tanay, the professor. He is in the ring. He has legal documents for Samoa Joe that state that Samoa Joe needs to hand back the NWA title by the end of the night or Samoa Joe will be removed from the TNA roster. The story behind this is Samoa Joe at No Surrender had a match with Jeff Jarrett, the current reigning NWA champion, and Samoa Joe won the matchup. It was a non-title matchup, though, so Samoa Joe felt that he is the uncrowned world champion, and rightfully so. So Samoa Joe was not going to wait for another title opportunity. He said, hey, I might as well just take this title with me now. So for the last month, Samoa Joe been walking around with the title. TNA officials and the championship committee been trying to get it off of Joe and back in the hands of Jeff Jarrett, but to no avail because Samoa Joe is not having it. But just a few nights before Bound for Glory, Samoa Joe is forced to give that title back or he is fired. So he has quite the decision to make. He has up until the end of the show to make that decision. I got the homie Ivan in the motherfucking building representing that circle of debate and the bloodline. Thank you so much for being here, bro. Appreciate you listening in. Throw that one up in the air. Sim King says, the Nero got me hype. Bro, no one could get more hype than you, bro. You get me hype every time I fucking work with you. You get, you're in the chat and you got me fucking hype. I appreciate you, Tim. Word, Justin, throw that one up. Devin, throw that one up. Tribal Chief, I appreciate you. Bloodline coming soon. So. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We just just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington for challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. 
Listen to Supreme, The Battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcasts, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We We just just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being... I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, The Battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Joe starts off with Mike Tanae making the ultimatum for Samoa Joe. And then out of nowhere, we see three participants who will be fighting in the Monsters Ball match at Bound for Glory. Brother Runt, the Monster Abyss, and Raven, they start brawling all over the ring. This is, this is not a matchup. This is just a fight. These guys are brawling all over. At Bound for Glory, these three guys will be facing each other in, Bound, in a Monsters Ball match. And that matchup will also include the Samoan submission machine, Samoa Joe. So they're fighting all over. Raven hits the Raven effect on Brother Runt. Abyss hits a black hole slam onto Thumbtacks. Like I said, this is not even a matchup. This is just three guys fighting. And all of a sudden, the lights go out. And when the lights go back on, out comes the TNA debut of Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake the Snake Roberts comes out. He has the bag, the all-familiar bag with a fucking python in there. He has Damien with them. He comes out. Uh, Abyss is not backing down. Jake the Snake goes face-to-face with Abyss. He pulls out the snake and Abyss cowards to the back. He jumps out the ring and starts running. But Brother Runts, he's not scared. He gets in uh, Jake the Snake Roberts' face. He says, put the, the snake back in the bag. Jake the Snake hits a DDT onto uh, Brother Runt, a.k.a. Spike Dudley, and then drops the snake on him. Then grabs the mic and says, TNA officials has contacted Jake the Snake because he is the only man crazy enough to referee the Monsters Ball match at Bound for Glory. But he will not be a referee. He says, I don't like stripes. I'm not a stripe-wearing guy. But he won't be the referee. He will be the man who will take you on a journey in your mind to the depths of hell. And that's what he's going to do to the four men at Bound for Glory. 
This episode had the debut of Jake the Snake Roberts, and Jake the Snake Roberts debuting in TNA was a big moment, but it's a moment that not many people talk about because it was overshadowed by what's to come in the next segment. So, you know, having a legend, an absolute icon like Jake the Snake in TNA, in the Impact Zone, and to be a part of Bound for Glory is awesome, but it is overshadowed when a limo pulls up to the arena and out comes the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. Now, I was, when I watched this live, I remember watching this live. It was one of the TNA impacts that was on Saturday nights. I don't know if you guys remember TNA impact on Saturday nights at 11 o'clock on Spike TV before they went to Thursdays, before they had two hours, before they had prime time. They were Saturday nights at 11 on Spike TV. I remember thinking that this is Samoa Joe pulling up. JB goes into the JB goes to the limo with the microphone. He says, Here comes Samoa Joe. Let's get his answer. He's gonna give the title back tonight. Opens up the limo door. Kurt Angle's there. We weren't expecting to see Kurt Angle into the pay-per-view just a few days before Kurt Angle comes out. And he's like, Hey, you act like you're seeing a ghost. Hey, I told you it's real. It's damn real. I remember just being fucking shocked. Shocked. Kurt Angle in TNA. But this is not the last we see of Kurt Angle on this episode. We will get to that when we get to that. Because boy, is there going to be more Kurt Angle on this motherfucking episode. Anyway, next up on the show, we have a uh, a singles matchup. It is a street fight between Christian Cage and Norman Smiley. Christian Cage and Norman Smiley... This is pretty much a squash match. Shout out to Norman Smiley, though. Shout out to the Big Wiggle. You know what I mean? Uh, Christian Cage is just getting some, you know, practice before his eight-mile street fight at Bound for Glory against the Man Beast, a.k.a. the War Machine Rhino. Um, Christian Cage makes quick work of Norman Smiley. Norman Smiley is wearing a football helmet to protect his um, blows to the head. But Christian Cage takes off the football helmet, hits the young prettier. Then he puts the chair underneath Norman Smiley's limp body. Hits the concerto. One, two, three. Christian Cage is your winner. No surprise there. Afterwards, he continues the attack onto Norman Smiley until Norman Smiley's friend, the cult hero of TNA, Shark Boy, comes out. Who remembers Shark Boy? Shark Boy was the shit. I don't give a what anybody says. I used to have a Shark Boy uh, mask when I was younger. I used to want to be Shark Boy. You know what I mean? I fucking love Shark Boy. But anyway, and also, this is pre Stone Cold Shark Boy, if you know what I'm talking about. We'll get to that, I guess, eventually in a year or so. But Shark Boy comes out. He fights off Christian Cage, but to no avail. Shark Boy is a decent wrestler, but he's not at the elite level as a Christian Cage is. Christian Cage hits a concerto onto Shark Boy as well. Out comes Rhino to make the ultimate save. Christian Cage runs off. Rhino says, at the pay-per-view, there will be no place to run because you will be surrounded by my people, the people of Detroit. And they will not let you leave that building alive until you get broken in half with the gore, gore, gore. Ah, I fucking love Rhino, yo. Fucking shout out to. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. 
From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. The man beast. Tim King says, Rhino back at Rhino back-to-back shows. Will Rhino be on the ECW show tomorrow? Unfortunately not. Rhino doesn't debut on ECW for another year, I believe. But definitely cool to have Rhino talked about in the 2001 Raw episode we did yesterday and in the 2006 uh, TNA episode. Definitely cool. to Thank you for pointing that out, Tim. I appreciate you. Next up on the show, we have Jay Lethal. And Sanjay Dutt wearing bald caps backstage, playing video games, making fun of Low-Key, a.k.a. Senshi at the time. They're best friends with uh, Chris Sabin, and Chris Sabin will be facing Senshi, a.k.a. Low-Key. Uh, it's, it's hard to call him Senshi. I, I, I know him. He was one of my trainers. I've known him as Low-Key. So if I slip up and call him Low-Key, forgive me. I know he's going by Senshi at the time. But it will be Senshi versus Chris Sabin for the X Division champion at Bound for Glory. Should be an awesome, awesome matchup. But here, uh, Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt are making fun of Senshi wearing bald caps. And while they're playing video games, they're trying to mock his voice. They're like, me, warrior, play video games. Warrior is... And then out of nowhere, Loki just comes from behind. Jay Lethal nails the shit out of him. Knocks him the fuck out. He then takes out um, Sanjay Dutt. Pretty cool to see Sanjay Dutt and Jay Lethal, by the way, as a team here. They, They... are now currently still a team on AEW television. Definitely cool to see them in 2006 as a team. Real life best friends, by the way. That's why we see them still together to this day. But uh, Loki beats up uh, Jay Lethal, brings him all the way to the arena. We get an impromptu matchup. It is Loki versus Jay Lethal. And this is just a quick squash match. Loki hits a huge key crusher 99. And then the Warriors way double foot stop from the top rope for a quick victory. One, two, three. Out comes Sanjay Dutt to make the save. Sanjay Dutt, not going to do it, bro. Loki takes Sanjay Dutt's head off with a monstrous kick. He goes up for the uh, for the Warriors' way, double foot stomp, and then out comes Chris Sabin to make the ultimate save. Chris Sabin fights off Loki, but not even the number one contender, Chris Sabin, could stop the reigning and defending X Division champion. Loki hits the key crusher on Chris Sabin. And he stands tall. He stacks the limp bodies of Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Chris Sabin on top of each other. He puts a foot on top of the fucking piles of body like a conqueror. Shout out to Loki. I know, you know, he's very controversial. I know that a lot of people talk a lot of shit about Loki. But at this time period, Loki was that guy. I don't care what anybody says. Loki was my guy at the time. Shout out to the broadcast. Shout out to Australia. I appreciate you being here, homie. Thank you so much, y'all. Next up on the show, we're going to get an eight-man tag main event. 
it is the teams of America's Most Wanted, Chris Harris and James Storm with Gail Kim. They're going to be teaming up with the TNA NWA Tag Team Champions, LAX, Homicide, Hernandez, and Conan. They're going against the James Gang, a.k.a. the New Age Outlaws, Kip, James, Brian, BG, James. And they'll be teaming up with the number one contenders, AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels. Really good matchup. Uh, cool main event. A lot of different personalities. A lot of different wrestling styles in this matchup. In the end, though, AJ Styles hits the Styles Clash onto uh, James Storm. One, two, three. Your winners, AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, BG James, and Kip James, a.k.a. Daddy Ass. Sizzle me, Daddy Ass. Anyway, LAX is not too happy about losing this matchup. LAX did not want to team up with AMW in the first place. So... We had LAX get in America's Most Wanted face and Conan pie faces Gail Kim, which leads to a AMW and LAX brawling. But a, 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 AMW, there's so many fucking initials here. AMW was no match for LAX and LAX clears the ring, but Gail Kim is left in the ring. And then Hernandez from LAX grabs Gail Kim hits a nasty-ass border toss onto Gail Kim, folding her up in half. It was brutal. Male-on-women violence. The last couple of episodes, male-on-women violence is fucking running rampant on the uh, Wrestling DeLorean podcast. We had Stone Cold beat the shit out of uh, Lita last night with a steel chair. Tonight, we have Hernandez folding up Gail Kim with the border toss. I do not condone men-on-women violence, but I guess TNA and the WWE do. Anyway, nasty, nasty moment. Hernandez just fucking folded up Gail Kim. To end the show, Mike Tanay is back out. He says, it is decision time. Samoa Joe, you got to make a decision. What are we going to do? Are you going to give back the NWA champion? Or are you going to relinquish your spot on the TNA roster? Samoa Joe comes out. Man of little words. He has the NWA title with him. So if he wants to give it back, he can do it right now. Has the NWA title with him. Looks at the papers, the legal documents in Mike Tanay's hand. Looks at the title belt. Grabs the legal documents. Rips them right in half. He says, that's your answer right there. Goes to walk off. The lights go back out. The last time the lights went out on this episode, we seen Jake the Snake Roberts. We seen the Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle pull up in the limo. What's about to happen right now? What a fucking go-home show. This is super stacked. By the way, TNA was only an hour. You know, before I get into what happens here, this is a random thought that just came to mind. How stacked is this hour episode of TNA, and then you have an hour episode of Rampage, and they put shit on it? This, this format shows how much you could actually fit in an hour-formatted show with nothing but action, story development, and fucking great fucking, you know, traditional pro wrestling. So I feel like this would be the blueprint of how to run a one-hour show. I always said this and Lucha Underground ran the perfect one-hour shows, and if AEW Rampage needs to take notes, maybe they should go back and watch these episodes of TNA Impact. Anyway, lights go out. Some music hits. Music that we haven't heard from before in TNA. And then from the ramp, like a fucking, you know, like Cody does now, but from the ramp, 
rises the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle making his TNA debut. Shout out to the call of the late, great Don West, who screams, Kurt Angle's in the impact zone! Fucking made me hype as a motherfucker, yo. Kurt Angle comes down. The crowd's going absolute wild. I've never seen the TNA impact live crowd in uh, the impact zone in Orlando, Florida, go this crazy for a debut. Kurt Angle steps into the ring. Samojo standing there with the NWA title, lays it down on the mat. Darren Kurt Angle to cross the line. And that is exactly what Kurt Angle does because when they go face-to-face, Kurt Angle headbutts the shit out of Samoa Joe, busting him open hard way over the eye. What an impact. No pun intended. What a way to make an impact in your Impact Wrestling debut. You headbutt the undefeated Samoan submission machine, Samoa Joe, and bust him open hard way. Kurt Angle then grabs Samoa Joe, hits him with the Olympic slam. Then he grabs the NWA title, puts it up, and Mike Tanae's like, look at this picture here, Kurt Angle, the NWA championship. And as he's posing with that title, a bloody Samoa Joe stands up behind him, and he is ready for war. Samoa Joe turns him around, hits an enziguri. Kurt Angle gets knocked down. All of a sudden, Kurt Angle tries to double-leg Samoa Joe. They start brawling with each other. And in the midst of all this, Jeff Jarrett runs in, He grabs his NWA title. Samoa Joe did not have to give it back because Jeff Jarrett got it back nonetheless. He can now go to his matchup against Sting at Bound for Glory with the World Championship. But we're not done here because Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle need a whole plethora of security to pull them apart. No one could stop these guys from fighting. They absolutely want to tear each other apart. And that's how we go off the air. And then we get a recap of what's been going on in the last couple months and a preview of Bound for Glory with Chris Jericho, of all people, who was never a TNA, but the theme song for Bound for Glory was Fozzie's uh, Enemy. I don't know if you guys heard the song Enemy by Fozzie, but they have a music video playing. So not only do we see Kurt Angle, but we see Chris Jericho to go off the hair here in TNA. Really crazy time. This gotta be the best episode of TNA impact and you know they had the hour they had the two hours added they had you know hulk hogan come they had so many more debuts after this they had amazing matches but name a moment in tna that got you more hype than kurt angle debuting and hitting the headbutt heard around the world on samoa joe amazing episode five out of five stars i don't give a fuck what anybody says five out of five stars i love this episode and you know what it made me think right made me want to talk a little about Kurt Angle in TNA. So transitioning from this episode, let's talk a little bit about Kurt Angle in TNA. Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle spent more time in TNA than he ever did in the WWE. And people still call him a WWE guy, and I don't get it. Kurt Angle had amazing matches in WWE. Don't get me wrong. I was just talking about WrestleMania 17 where Kurt Angle had a classic with Chris Benoit. Kurt Angle had classics against Eddie Guerrero. Kurt Angle had a classic against Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 21. Kurt Angle had a classic against Brock Lesnar. Two of them, in my opinion. The WrestleMania 19 main event and the SmackDown Iron Man match, the 60-minute Iron Man match he had with, uh, with Brock Lesnar on SmackDown. Kurt Angle did a lot in the WWE. But I feel like Kurt Angle in TNA was a whole nother monster. Kurt Angle in TNA had so many classic matches. 
Think about the matches between Kurt Angle and AJ Styles. Classics. Every time these two stepped into the ring with each other, classic. Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe, especially in this early time period. We're going to get to the Genesis pay-per-view in about a month. But Kurt Angle versus Samoa Joe, every time these two stepped into the ring with each other, classic. Kurt Angle versus Bobby Lashley, classic. Kurt Angle versus Drew Ma- uh, Galloway, a.k.a. Drew McIntyre, towards the end, awesome matchup. Kurt Angle versus Desmond Wolf. I grew up watching a lot of Ring of Honor, and I was a huge Nigel McGuinness fan. When Desmond Wolf, a.k.a. Nigel McGuinness, made his TNA debut and had a feud with Kurt Angle, it was classic. The bitter blood feud between Kurt Angle and Jeff Jarrett. The blood feud between Kurt Angle and Ken Anderson. Kurt Angle and Abyss having classics. Kurt Angle and Sting having classics. To me, in my opinion, tell me if I'm wrong in the chat, but Kurt Angle had more bangers in TNA than he did in the WWE that's my hot take for the night. I'm signing off with that. Let me know in the chat. Let me know in the comments below if you think Kurt Angle was more of a TNA guy than the WWE guy. Because in my opinion, I grew up enjoying more TNA matches for Kurt Angle than I did the WWE. That's just me. But ladies and gentlemen, first of all, before I sign out, got to give a big shout out to my homie Dom from Top Rope Wrestling Talk. I appreciate you being here, bro. I thought I was going to miss that. Miss this? What up, bro? Hell no. I appreciate you, man. And he says, no doubt. I'm, I'm glad you agree, bro. But ladies and gentlemen, the five days a week will continue tomorrow night where we will be back here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast on the Circle Debate YouTube channel with the latest episode of ECW Hardcore TV. You don't want to miss that. I'll be here tomorrow. Like I said, hit that subscribe button. Make sure you follow on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow on TikTok at Circle of Debate. Follow on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean pod. I'll be back here tomorrow and I may bring some friends along. So peace out. I love you guys. Stay safe. Catch you out tomorrow. It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. This fall, the Disney Bundle has all the action. Holy smokes! Watch live NFL and college football games on ESPN Plus. On Disney Plus, there's Loki Season 2. Whoa, it's on its way. And Ahsoka. Buckle up. And on Hulu, you can watch The Boogeyman and Welcome to Rexa. Oh my God, the expectation. All of these and more streaming this fall with the Disney Bundle. Blackouts and restrictions apply. 18 plus only. Access content from each service separately. Offer valid for eligible subscribers only. Terms apply.